morning, 14 minutes and 20 seconds, where the sports talk to get you through your daily commute. Hot takes, recaps, best bets, and a little humor to get your day going in the right direction. Sit back, grab your coffee, and let's get into it. Fourteen twenty in the morning for this January 3rd, 2023. I got it right two days in a row, kids. I'm proud of myself for that one. Today's show is brought to you by Rocket Sports and Rocketsports.com. Get all your backyard, backyard sports training needs at Rocketsports.com by using promo code 1420POD at Rocketsports.com today and get yourself a golf net to... Uh, Get that golf swing in order. Weather's been fantastic here in Southern Alberta. Feels like uh, driving range weather already. So go and, go and get that golf swing tuned up because you never know when it might pop up. That we're, every day we're getting closer to uh, springtime happening and getting rid of this uh, old man winter. Although it just started, it seems to be uh, the weather's been going uh, uh, in, in the right direction. But it was uh, hockey weather here in Canada last night. My God, what a hockey game. Connor Bedard show just keeps on rolling. The kid put up two goals and assists last night in Canada. Canada's 4-3 victory over Slovakia in a quarterfinal matchup. A game for the ages. One of those games where you you remember why you loved the World Junior Tournament so much, and then and your your Canadian national pride comes uh, comes flying at the screen the whole bit, and uh, you're smiling ear to ear, and the butterflies are going with every goalpost that gets hit, or crossbar, or cross check, or overtime game, or penalty. No, what a hockey game last night that was just one for the ages. Bedard scored early, I think six minutes in on a uh, on a partial breakaway. Snapshot low uh, low glove that went in. It looked like Canada was going to roll a little bit, but then they uh, they couldn't seem to solve the uh, Slovakian goaltender Adam G- Gajin, I think it's pronounced. Doesn't much well, it does matter to him and his parents, obviously. But he made a, a 53 save performance, an unbelievable game he had, diving all over the place, making saves he probably shouldn't have been making. But he was the uh, like they said on the panel before the game started. He was going to be the wild card for that that game because they didn't really have a, a a game plan for him or a book for him because he plays I think for, in the United States Hockey League or whatever it's called uh, down there Tier Two Junior for the uh, Green Bay Ramblers or something. So uh, it was fun to watch that kid play hard, battle hard, and playing the game the right way with no expectations to win a hockey game. You want to win a game, but they took Canada right to the brink, and Canada was heavily favored to win that game. The Slovakians who never beat Canada at the World Junior, they were. Uh, more than a uh, more than a, an established foe, uh, an established uh, uh, yeah, because it, that that game could have went either way last night. But Bedard stole the show once again. He scored uh, in overtime. I think he had eight shots in overtime. It seemed like, but he couldn't score from the perimeter. He uh, we finally got the puck on with a, a puck that should have left the zone. If you watch the, the highlight later on, after you get get, get done watching uh, or listening to fourteen twenty in the morning, you watch the uh, the Slovakian player who had a lot of time to get that puck out on the three on three after they killed the four on three uh, penalty as well but the, the Slovakian kid he had a chance to, to to roll it into the corner go off the glass and get it out and regroup and maybe get a change but he got panicked a little bit as kids do that's why the world junior is such a, a great tournament to watch is that he got the puck out, out of uh didn't get it out, out of the zone Bedard tried something different instead of just shooting from the perimeter like he always does. He seems to be hitting the twine pretty much every time he shoots the puck at this tournament. He's going to uh, he's close to setting all the all the records. He passed Eberle, he passed Lindros. Now he's got Dale McCourt on his sights, I think, for the for the most goals in the tournament at ten. But anyways, he. Um, he deked out the one defender, got the other guy, then beat the the, uh, the Slovakian goaltender. Uh, an awesome goal and an awesome turn by the kid. The uh, 
the Canadian coach has to be quite fortunate to have Dennis Williams. I think his name is, he's got to be quite fortunate to have Bedard on his team right now, because Bedard seems to be the only guy who's rolling at all. Who's got anything, uh, any kind of momentum rolling and, and, and putting up any kind of points. I mean, the rest, you got to have the rest of the team out there, but it seems like it's the Bedard show night in, night out, shift in, shift out. I was a little concerned with the, uh, the, the conditioning of these kids. I mean, they're, they're fine two machines. They, they eat like they're like nobody's, they, they eat properly and their, their bodies are temples compared to what, when, when I, played junior hockey or about 20 years or 30 years ago when kids played junior hockey how they they're they're treated so well nutritionists and, and the rest but i was getting a little bit concerned with how much bedard was on the ice they seem to be down to one and a half lines almost uh, going into the third period and then into overtime for sure where it was just a one-man wrecking crew with bedard out there when canada got that when they they didn't score on that uh, late power play this that, that the cross check of uh uh, Bedard in the uh, in the late in the third period, and then they didn't score. That's usually when you, the other team comes down and gets one. But uh, the Canadian goaltender uh, Thomas Millich made a couple of great saves in overtime that uh, saved Canada's bacon, obviously because it was wasn't looking good. Uh, the Slovakians were playing quite methodically. They were just trying to get that one chance, cycling down low a little bit, something they weren't doing all game long. And they, they got Canada end up getting the chance. Bedard, Bedard buried it, and the, the celebration went on. And then the, throughout Canada, and we were all cheering quite a bit, remembering the good old days of the World Junior uh, Championships of past that, uh, that we've come, uh, become so fond of in this country. It was great to watch. And like I said before the tournament started, uh, let's give these kids a chance to uh, entertain us. And that they have done. The people in Halifax have been unbelievable that place that place went bananas last night when Canada did, did pull off their victory and there had it's been a great crowd throughout it's going to be interesting to see what happens tomorrow night when Canada plays the U.S. the U.S. has been rolling a little bit they beat a weaker Germany op opponent yesterday all the games yesterday were, were decent hockey games but the Canada won last night like I said it's going to be interesting to see how the greatest rivalry in in hockey right now with the, the, the with the U.S. is going to go with the Canada U.S. squaring off tomorrow afternoon for o'clock mountain time so it's gonna be fun gonna get mom here to watch the game because uh, she canceled her tsn something about cfl i don't know what the story is there but it's a thing it's going to be inter interesting to see what Bedard can do if the U.S. is going to uh, play a little bit, bit more of a physical game, but he seems to be fine with the physical matchups. It doesn't seem to bother him at all. He's be got beat up a little bit last night. The, the Slovakians had a bit of a game plan to go out and, and uh, be a little more physical with this kid who doesn't doesn't seem to be able to be stopped. And uh, at the age of 17, it's, it's fun to watch because he, he won't be around. Washington Hockey League ranks very much longer. I'll have to check the uh, the schedule and see when he's, uh, when the Regina Pats are rolling into Lethbridge to make sure I get some tickets to watch that because he's been fun to watch and it's been a great great tournament for him so far like i said hopefully he can get keep it going the u.s is going to be tough they have that snuggerood kid who's uh been qu been quite good throughout the tournament uh the ex nhl or dave snuggerood and then there's always a Hughes kid that seems to pop up for a team team usa no matter what there's another Hughes that's that's playing right now for the world junior team they seem to they're, they're everywhere there's one in jersey there's one in vancouver now there's one playing for for team usa i don't know what they put in the uh in the in the, the cereal at the Hughes family but it seems to be working anyways World, it's been a great tournament. Let's give these kids, let's keep cheering them on. Go Canada, go. It's been a lot of fun. Go Bedard, break some more records, but uh, I think they need a lot more help throughout that lineup and get something going. And speaking of help throughout the lineup, what was that Canadian kid doing, the defenseman? I can't remember his name off the top of my head. It's early in the morning. Uh, the one, he lost his helmet. And he was just skating down the ice. It looked like he was going to go to the bench and go for a change because international hockey, you can't play without your helmet. He lost his bucket. He, then he was a two-on-one. He went down and everything. So he got caught 
caught and he got a penalty, a, a late power play for the Slovakians. They could have ended up taking the lead, but uh, they got some they got some timely goaltending from Thomas Milich, who uh, didn't have the greatest start to the tournament. But it's been a, it's been a, a good run for Canada tomorrow night with the USA. The like I said, the greatest rivalry in uh, in in hockey right now with Canada USA. And be another one for the ages. The, the people in uh, Halifax and throughout the country are going to be rocking. Hopefully, we can get some people out watching the game. Maybe pack some bars and have have a good time and uh, put put your your jerseys on your hats on and just enjoy the games like we used to prior to all that crazy crap happening but anyways uh, speaking of that um last night there was another situation during the uh the 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 uh, buffalo bills Cincinnati Bengals game. Demar Hamlin went down. Uh, we all probably know the story by now. He collapsed on the field. A scary situation. Nobody knows as to why. What in this? Like I don't know why. No one knows why as of right now. There, there are, he is in the hospital. I guess he is stable. Uh, but it was a scary situation where they had to revive him on the field. I, I hope I'm not speaking out of turn, but it was it was scary to watch. And uh, the players don't didn't know what was happening or why it was happening. Cardiac arrest, the whole bit. It's been happening throughout sports for a long time. It's not a new thing. It's uh, this morning before i got on the air here it uh it was disturbing to see that people were trying to make this uh, a political anti-vax vax whatever thing i'm vaccinated i don't besmirch anybody who's not it's not my problem i made a decision you made a decision i'm not promoting that you have to get one i'm not promoting that you shouldn't get one but right now is not the time for anybody to be making this a political statement about themselves there's a young man in the hospital fighting for his life and that's what we should be, be uh, focusing our energies on and our thoughts on please do not make this a political thing you are not a medical doctor i'm not a medical doctor i don't know why he went down i know this has happened before it will happen again it happened before vaccines it'll happen after vaccines i don't know what happened and neither do you please do not make this about yourself and your party and your political views or whatever it may be it's not the time to do it okay Put your thoughts and prayers into this kid, and hopefully he makes it out fine. He seems to be a nice kid. He seems to to got uh, his poop in a group the whole bit. His teammates were very supportive of him. They were very shaken up last night. The NFL finally made the right decision to cancel that or postpone the game last night and, and get it get get that off get them off the field because that, that's the most important thing. Because I I can't imagine what it would have been like between the uh, the ears of all those players out there uh, with one of their their brothers uh, in battle week in week out going down like that and not knowing why who what when where why the whole bit so that that's the most important thing that he is uh he's in, he is in in good hands and he is getting to the, the care that he needs please do not make this about you it's not about you at all it's not about anybody but that 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 demar demar hamlin and his family and the buffalo bills organization it's about them think about them and that if it was your kid I'm fairly certain you wouldn't want someone else talking crap about them when they're in a hospital bed struggling to stay alive Okay, there's, there's my rant for 14.20 in the morning for the year, or we'll, I might have another one coming up anyways here and there. Anyways, on this day in 1920, Red Sox owner Harry Frazee uh, sells some guy by the name of Babe Ruth, New York Yankees, for $125,000 cash and a $350,000 loan. Um, start of the 84-year curse. It is the curse of the Bambino. We all know all about it. We all know where when it ended here in uh, Yankee Tavern North. We don't like to talk about it too much. But the 04 uh, group of idiots that the Boston Red Sox called themselves they uh 
They came back after 3-0 deficit, beat my New York Yankees, the whole bit. We know the story, how it all came about. Dave Roberts and stolen base and blah, blah, blah. And the rest is history. And they went on to win the World Series that year. It's funny to think that uh, that uh, $475,000 that Babe Ruth was sold for, one of the greatest baseball players of all time, is only $7 bucks. Like, you think about that $7 bucks, but that doesn't get you a, a starting left fielder anymore, right? So it's kind of a funny funny story how inflation and money has changed in the game of baseball over the years. And you wonder what the uh, what the Red Sox would have asked for nowadays for uh, for a player of that stature. Anyways, 14.20 in the morning. Make sure you guys cheer on uh, Team Canada tomorrow night. We'll do a preview show of, of, of the uh, game between the U.S. We'll also uh, make make sure you keep your, your thoughts and prayers uh, for, for DeMar Hamlin. It's a scary situation that occurred last night. But you know what? He'll uh, hopefully he powers through. Anyways, 14.20 in the morning. Make sure you guys subscribe to our YouTube channel. Watch us every morning. Make us a part of your morning and tell people about the show. Subscribe to us wherever you uh, get your podcast. T- talk to people. Make us about uh, on your morning commute or out at work or wherever you're doing every day, six days a week. We're going to be doing this, as you guys know. And remember, it doesn't matter where you are. It's who you're with. Anyways, Dave, with all the uh, negativity that happens in the world of sports, uh, uh, like with the, the World Juniors and the Team Canada stuff, and and then uh, college football has a bunch of negative stuff that rolls about. This past weekend, and even the hockey game tonight was unbelievable. Canada won in overtime. Uh, Connor Bedard, he just continues to amaze. It's unbelievable uh, what that kid's doing at the age of 17. But with all the negativity that goes about People who don't just watch sports, if you could just, if you could turn the, the, the noise off, and I'm going to try to do that this year a little bit more, is turn the noise off and just enjoy the games for what they are because there were two football games on Saturday, a, a hockey game on Saturday night with Team Canada beating, beating Sweden, the hockey game tonight, we will, we'll get into the DeMar Hamlin situation in Buffalo in a second, but if you can... Just watch the games and enjoy them for what they are and tune out all the CNN BS that happens in the world of sports or in the, in the entertainment world. People who don't watch sports for, for that, they don't know what they're fucking missing. I agree. Like uh, over the years, I have taken a step back and not gotten caught up in all the noise and not being a part of the noise. It's kind of ironic that we talk about the noise uh, a couple times a week here, but now it's it's more I think of a celebratory nature. We're not we're not beaten down and and over analyzing. Like that's the last thing we do is over analyze, because you can these these people that are on ESPN and and whatever all these talking heads and and people with podcasts and 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 radio shows, over analyzing and just looking for talking points and clicks, but just to sit there and, and enjoy Bayless. a game. Yeah, that. Well, when we put that guy on pause, because I got a word for him, too. The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network.